I have to, um, like three thoughts. <laughs> um, look at this. I have a printed out oh paper. Oh my fucking god! Where I collected my thoughts, and then I have notes I made during <laughs> of watching the film. This is I watched my all of this <sighs> movie while playing The Witcher, so my mind. Oh my <laughs> god. Um, anyway, welcome to Swamp It Up, the first episode. My name's Mari. My name is Rina. Yeah, let's explain the podcast first. So, yeah. as we all know, the perfect cinematic universe is the Shrek cinematic universe. The Shrek Cinematic Universe is two films only, and that films. is the first and the second one. Yeah, the it's rest only Shrek can One choke. and Shrek Two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've um, compiled. We don't care. Sorry, you, actually, you explain the, the 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 sections we have compiled that we will be comparing other movies to to see how close they get to the perfect cinematic universe. Yeah. I feel like this is also ex- like very uh, important to explain that this is all done super objectively because Shrek is god's mouthpiece there is literally... so what we're here we're we're compiling uh we're like finally creating like um scaling for what makes a good film because we're directly um comparing them to shrek because who knows what like rotten tomatoes scores imdb scores like different like nobody well, knows how rotten tomatoes scores their movies yeah and, like if you it's want subjective yeah and if you want something to, to be um, uh, judgeable, you need to have a worse and a best. And like worse, we're not going to talk yeah. about that. We're not here for that. But best is no, no, Shrek no, no, no. 1 and 2. Yeah. This is not a bit, by the way. I think it's very important to state this is not a bit. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I feel like we're, it started off like a little I'm bit saying... as a bit, and then we rewatched Shrek 1, and then we realized how genuinely amazing Genuine, it was. Yeah, yeah. Like it is Shrek is love. That if, is not a saying for not. If if it hadn't been for the fact that we were watching it together, I think it would have shed a tear at Shrek one when they were when mm-hmm. when Donkey and Shrek are discussing their feelings like healthy emotional beings under like, the moonlight. Yeah. I was genuinely moved to my core. I think we were both I, shaken. Yeah. <laughs> I still think I need to watch it alone as like to really allow the like yeah. emotions to build up and like live the emotional <laughs> emotional catharsis catharsis that is um shrek and donkey's journey exactly um, exactly and this it's not a bit yeah. so for our first episode we, will... we decided to start somewhere like pretty like easy to compare to shrek to like kind of like a warm-up exercise yeah exactly so we decided and what we have chosen yeah who's <laughs> gonna say it Okay, say it. We would decide to watch The Road to El Dorado. Woo! Woo! Same studio. So um, we're going to... And we have a couple of parameters. I mean, I'm not sure how much you stuck to the parameters. I'm guessing a lot. I haven't... I... (laughs) Bitch, my Capricorn moon lives for the rules. This is true. So we have... We're going to be discussing... Sorry, actually, you, 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 yeah. I, I have to, I have, I have paper have, here. Oh, you have it. Yeah. I, see, I do have the document open, if that helps yeah. at all with, yeah. um, saving my graces. 
<laughs> um, a little. We'll discuss this later when we're not on camera. <laughs> on camera. Um, don't think. Don't think you're um, done with this quite yet. Uh, but we have, if I'm counting correct, we have six. Yeah, we have six different um, categories. Yeah. So it's story, and then we have characters. Then we have the setting, soundtrack, moral of the story. And studio lore. Yeah, there we go. Which is my favorite category. <laughs> it is my favorite character <laughs> category, but we don't. We can't really compare. Well, we can compare. We can just discuss <laughs> the studio lore of El Dorado, considering have, it's the same I fucking have done studio. So much research. Yeah, was El Dorado I've done so much research. Shrek. See, I don't even know that. I don't yes, even know what year. it was. I have was notes Prince here. Was Prince of Egypt? Prince of Egypt was the first DreamWorks movie, right? Yeah. Okay. See. But um, Empress New Groove. No, wait, no, that's the difference. <laughs> Road to El Dorado came out in 2000. <laughs> Shrek came out in 2001. But uh, th that's and the Empress New Groove will become a point later on when we go to the studio lore part. Well, okay. Because um, I've done my oh, research. Oh shit! I know this. No, I know what you're going to talk about because I've seen a video about yeah. that. I saw Good. the. I saw the. I can't even remember who it was, but somebody on YouTube did a long form content on El Dorado and El Dorado yeah. on uh, Empress New Groove. So I'm aware of what we, we could be heading towards. I have yeah. nothing okay, except good. for a very strong opinion, but I don't know where you want to start. Um, well, first of all, I think we should, for the like sake of objectivity, to, to, to prove that we are taking this seriously. Like, this is not a joke. This is not we a We want to give an honest, objective review of how close to these, how close these films come to Shrek. So I think it's like important for us to like kind of give a... Um, like a little rundown of our day to show we are where we are emotionally yeah. so people can later on kind of see like is this coming from an honest place or has the midday maybe affected us so yeah to keep it like yeah transparent this is fair because this is a this is a very serious project so where are you emotionally <laughs> so i've had a bit of a <laughs> if we're going to be completely honest um i played witcher for about eight hours today as I alluded okay. to earlier, this is because I just moved to a new country and to a new city and I have no friends. So okay. because of that, I so have... So Geralt is your friend. Uh, sorry? Geralt is your friend. Geralt is my friend. Exactly. So my only friend Geralt. So that gives me an excuse to lie in my bed for an entire Sunday, which I don't do often. And just you don't. play Witcher and watch the last... So it took me two days to watch El Dorado, by the way. I think I should mention hmm. that. Because okay, yeah, this yeah. entire week has been in the 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 shadow of the Witcher almost. Um, oh yeah. So I watched half of it while getting back into the Witcher, yeah. and then watched the second half today. While you were fully when I in. realized we were recording today while oh. playing the Witcher. So my mindset is mm -hmm. is is we're going through it. We're going through it. <laughs> I went outside, so I tried, because I knew we were going to be recording. I was like, I can't have sat in my bed all day, so I tried to leave my yeah. bed today. I did leave my bed, in fact, I succeeded. That's admirable. Like, that's a good, that's a good call. I tried to find my new gym, and I couldn't okay. find the gym, but I went for a nice cycle. So Okay, and then that I, still counts. Yeah, and I went to my, um, my friend of me, Espresso House, not, mm -hmm. not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> non-spawn non-spawn espresso house and like uh chilled out there for a bit and then came back and made a really nice dinner and didn't touch the witcher since 
because I was like, okay. I cannot be in the ultimate witch mindset for oh, this. Yeah, because I will no. only you need talk to have about a... dead babies and like fire. <laughs> yeah, you need to have a clear, open heart. Exactly. I need. <laughs> for this yeah, discussion. exactly. I need like something a little bit lighter. So um, yeah, that's been most of my day. What about you? Okay. Um, well, the journey I've taken to arrive here today, right now, um, is that I had friends over last night. We had a couple drinks. Um, so this morning I woke up extremely late. Mm -hmm. Uh, my friend stayed at mine till 3 PM and all we did was play Witcher as well. <laughs> very, very swanky of us. One trap mind. Um, I know. I ate roughly half a pack of chips as my breakfast. Um, I did leave the house to go buy garlic bread, which I then proceeded to eat and then had the worst, like, uh, carb coma of a lot. Like, I don't know the last time I've actually felt so horrible in oh, my no. life after eating the entire garlic baguette. And then I la have lied on my couch, watched Parks and Rec because playing felt like playing a game felt too much. And then I almost just decided to keep doing that until we start recording. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, okay, you know what? Let's do one kindness for future Rena. And I did all the dishes and I collected all the bottles and I had a couple greens because I had leftover salad. Hey. And I feel like I have a new lease on life. And here we are okay. with my notes. You're ready, ready to record. <laughs> You're ready for like your one burst of energy before you crash. Yeah, exactly. I remember um, like last time we tried to do a podcast, like this is just an observation, but I think I think we should mention that we have tried to do a podcast before. Um, I think our entire friendship is based on the fact <laughs> that we want to do podcasts. Like when we met, our first conversation was literally, literally. what kind of podcast would you like to do? <laughs> we've known each other for six years. Anyway, we've tried so our, many podcast ideas podcast. as well. This is our first hopefully successful podcast as in we keep Not doing even successful. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that way, like a first podcast that we actually commit to do. And we've known yeah. each other for six years and have been talking about podcasts for six years. So honestly, I think we have a new podcast idea every six months. This is true. Okay, should we start? Yeah. Um, do oh, we have wait, to recap another Eldorado? important. No, we don't have to recap. No, Eldorado. but first we have to decide which Shrek character are you feeling today. Oh shit! I forgot Who's that was your avatar. Who are you channeling? Um. Oh god. See, I'm channeling Geralt, which means I'm channeling Shrek. Shrek, yeah. oh, obviously. <laughs> because Geralt and Shrek are the same character, which is a discussion yeah, for same... a later date. We cannot discuss yeah. that right now, but I mean, it has yeah. to be said, considering we're it's both It's the same like... emotional constipation. Exactly. Though, um, I mean, okay, look. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shrek is not that I... emotionally complicated. <laughs> Never mind. Constipated. Yeah. He starts that way. He starts but anyway, way. yes. I think I might be... I really feel like Captain Hook in Shrek 2 <laughs> when he's playing the piano in the dark room because that's what I want to be doing because I'm so full of carbs. All I want is to darkness to envelop my body. and So you feel like a cameo character and I feel like the main character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Road to El Dorado. Road to El Dorado. Dreamworks it's a Warner, 2000. no Warner Bros. What the shit? <laughs> yes, DreamWorks film 
from the year 2000. Turn of the century. Mm-hmm. Y2K. Two, Y2K. Two, yeah, something like that. Uh, two, it's two about K-Y. two Spanish men mm-hmm. conning their way mm-hmm. onto a ship where they get caught and then they get thrown into jail. Look, if ship you haven't jail, seen it... There's a oh, brig. Huh? Is that's what it's called. They get thrown into the brig. Yeah, they get thrown into no. the brig. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, called that's a brig. That's a, yeah. But the point is, Black if you haven't seen it, it's thing. an hour and a half long and doesn't take that much time. Except for if you're me, in which case it takes two days to watch. Oh, God. It, I'm, I'm very, embar- like, very <laughs> embarrassing for you. Um, but they get to El Dorado. Um, they true, get tri- as, true trial and error. True tri- tri- trial and error. They get treated as gods by the indigenous people there. And hijinks and Cortez. Yeah, Cortez tries to come in like a big Spanish conquering baddie. Yeah, that goes wrong. Like, I forgot yeah. that he was there. And, and in the last 10 minutes, a- he comes back. And I'm just like, he's barely even a villain. It's a relatively small part that they've built him. This and isn't is he true. like a real person? Like a real... Really? Evil man. I'm pretty sure Cortez is... Wait, let me see. I can't Cortez. believe you and your 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 years of research have not looked up if Cortez is a real human being. Hernan Cortez um, was a Spanish conquistador who led Con- an expedition that uh, caused the fall of the Aztec Empire and brought large portions of what is now mainland Mexico under the rule wow, of the King Castile. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, it has to be said. The last ten minutes. Where, like, the, the, the quote-unquote evil, like, guy, the magician guy, when he gets mm-hmm. dragged away, was the darkest shit. That was so fucking dark. I was just like, wow. Very. Like, I know he was meant to be the villain, but I was not, I was not, like, feeling that moment at all when he was no. being dragged away no. by the Spanish people. I yeah. was just like, fuck that, actually. Yeah, that is, like... Nah, uh, uh, uh. like taking in the historical background is just like <sighs> nope even though it's a villain don't do that literally they could have like i mean they could have just let him die in the water and then just like yeah. ended the movie and never bring cortez back yeah but maybe that was the point i'm not sure what that point was anyway but it yeah. had to be said i was so uncomfortable at that point mm-hmm. um but yeah they escape el dorado save el dorado, they save el dorado. quite quickly yeah and quite like painlessly. <laughs> that, it was the most eventful like fifteen minutes at the end yeah. ever. And then the movie ends. They <laughs> ride into the sunset. Literally. The Miguel and Tulio. And Shell. Um yeah, and Shell. Okay. Which is the first category we want to discuss? I really want to discuss characters because I have an opinion. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do characters and then we can do story. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Characters. You, you're so eager to go, so, and I have my notes to l- rely on, so So the original idea from this podcast was seeing who was the Shrek and Donkey of every movie, right? Yeah. L- that's, that's our backstory. And so we're going to compare the characters to the Shrek characters. There was no Shrek in this movie. It was just Donkeys and Puss in Bootses. That was the entire okay. movie. There was no Shrek. Um, it was just secondary see- characters. I've written that like Tulio is mostly Shrek, uh-huh. but I do I do conquer that he doesn't possess the full spectrum of Shrek. Yeah, 
He's not fully Shrek. Yeah. But there, if, if you have to choose a character who's most like Shrek, I think it's Tulio. Well, I never knew um, if we had to choose a character because I just didn't. I was like, there's Shrek. There's, there's no Shrek. There's just Donkey and Puss in Boots. And that's the entire, like, the entire cast. But, like, can I, like, I think um, why I'm thinking he's, like, the Shrekish qualities Tulio possesses mm-hmm. is um, kind of grumpy outlook on things uh-huh which is shrek shrek is a little bit of a uh-huh it, grump and then um he is kind of trying to play the role of the level-headed person to miguel's donkey which he obviously is. Uh-huh. I mean, that that was easy. That one was easy. Yeah. It, yeah. Miguel is donkey. Uh-huh. That's like my first note on this. Um, But yeah, I think the grumpiness, like if you have to cast between like, because the main deal, like the main, well, the duo Shrek and donkey, then I would say that Miguel is Shrek and Tulio is donkey. So my take was, as we've said, established no Shrek. But then uh, Tulio would be Puss in Boots. Because he's serious. He's more serious mm-hmm. than Miguel. But. See, because I think <laughs> Shell is Puss in Boots. I think and Shell. Fiona combined. I think she's both. She's playing two characters. I think Shell. Um, I agree that Shell has claimed, has claimed multiple characters. Yeah. I think. Mm hmm. I the love interest plays a part in the Fiona and Tulio part as well, because Shell gets with Tulio. But so I'm thinking, and like she gets like how Fiona gets with Shrek, but then also she's kind of puss in boots because she makes Donkey, aka Miguel, jealous. Yeah, which is what, which is a classic bu- pu- puss in boots move. I can't remember what I thought. I think at one See, point Martin, I said dragon, and notes. I think that's still very wrong. Because she started off as like, no, because she was always on their side. I can't, I can't remember what I put Shell in. I should have written it down, but I didn't because yeah. I was like, I'll remember this, and now I can't remember what I said. But I have a note here in my book which is like, uh, Tulio's obsession with gold is not very Shrek-like. It is not at all, which is why Shrek I said is not. Boots. Shrek is a comrade, socialist comrade who doesn't <laughs> care for possession, and Tulio is very much not that. Well, Shrek is a comrade, and you know that's what makes him better than Tulio. <laughs> no, I do love yeah. Tulio Miguel. I can't. I'm I'm bugging myself now with that I didn't write down mm-hmm. who I thought Shell was because I swear I had something, but I can't remember who. Like, by default, it was kind of Fiona because of the love interest, but Fiona and Shell are both much more than love interests, and they're very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, active parts in the story. Exactly. They are characters with motivations and, like, their own goals. Yeah, because DreamWorks has interesting female characters, the more I think about it. DreamWorks starts like tries to have their females have their own lives that's not tied to the... Exactly. Main lead man. Um, also, I also have a thing where it's um, Mikkel, like while we do cast him as donkey, and the reason why he's donkey is that he, first of all, sings. <laughs> Very donkey-like. If you're a bard, you're a donkey. <laughs> yeah. And your Mario, your witcher is shining through so much right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, eight hours. Yeah. Eight hours of witcher today. I was up at eight o'clock in the morning playing witcher 
But um, also, like, Mikkel is um, also, like, he has a more optimistic outlook. Like, he believes the best of people. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Ki- like, kind of like Donkey does. So so he's, like, more, more um, he's more of an introvert out of the But I will two. say. If you think of the Donkey Shrek dynamic as an introvert, like, adopts. Yeah. Oh no! Extrovert yeah, adopts true. an introvert. And um, but like Donkey did not become antagonistic when he when he was jealous, and Miguel did. But that's neither Fair. here nor there. Although, but they also both have their kind of like because when Puss in Boots becomes Shrek's bestie, Donkey does have a bit of a martyr attitude where he's like he stays behind and he's kind of like his ears go down and he's a bit sad that shrek doesn't pay any attention to him which is exactly what mikhail would do if he had ears but he's a human so what he does is he just frowns (laughs) donkey ears donkey ears Um, ears. no okay Um, good 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 points all around um also like i think a lot of the story points, which is probably what we'll discuss like next, but they're still characters. But a lot of the story, like the character they beats in, in the story. Another. Yeah. A lot of the character beats in the story kind of tie to character beats in Shrek as well. They have like some, what well, kind of like builds the character. I was thinking about this when I was comparing the story. We might as well move yeah. on to the story. But no, because like, I, was... I have two points still. Oh my God. Okay. Make your point so I can move on to the story. Oh God. There's other characters. Mari. Altivo, hear me out, uh-huh. is gingy. Altivo is the gingerbread man. Oh, he is he's kind of the massive. Yeah, he's kind of is... there, but he has his like own personality, and he like tries his best and helps his friends out. But he's also very materialistic, because gingy really loves his like gum gumdrop buttons. Is that what they are? When Lord That's Farquaad are, yeah. tries to take one, and like Altivo loves his gold as well, and the kind of like wealth, you know. Altivo yeah. could also be Pinocchio. See, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I had to look up the character names. I'm not gonna lie. Cause I Altivo heard, is I the didn't... horse. Altivo yes. is the horse who doesn't speak, but is emotes very beautifully. I did not think about Altivo. I did think about Tickled Se- Khan, and I okay. thought he was a gingerbread man because he makes that massive fucking cat thing at the end. Oh my god. <laughs> No. I mean, I know Gingy isn't evil, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty Gingy move of him. <laughs> that, like, was... Chekel Khan? What was his name? I need to Se- open... Chekel... Chekel Khan. Chekel Khan. He's the fairy godmother. I can't believe you, like... <laughs> out, oh. It was solely based on the big, the big, the big uh, yeah. statue cat. But he has magic, and he's catty, and he is, um... No, he is. He is objectively, but also a little bit gingy, just because of the big, the big cat. But I think Altivo <laughs> is more of a gingy if, if you like have to um, cast them. Altivo, I ooh man, I did not think enough about Altivo. He has his own entire personality. He's very beautiful he to look at. Yeah, I love. I love that. I love. I love this, this is what happens, <laughs> Mari, when you watch. El Dorado, while you also play fucking I was Witcher. On Roach. I was focused on the better horse, Roach. <laughs> That's another episode. Uh huh. I know. I know. Um, no, but uh, yeah, you, you see my argument. But yes, okay, I accept your gingy. Um, and also, why Chekel Khan is um. Wait, was this Chekel Chekel Khan is fairy godmother? Is that because he's kind of trying to. 
um, appease the gods. So the gods, like the not like the kind of what's it called, um, Shabalba, that like uh-huh. underworld, whatever. Um, yeah. Shabalba plays the role of Prince Charming. So Chekhov Khan wants to like, you know, sacrifice all this stuff for Shabalba who is the Prince Charming to this fairy godmother. This is a very deep analysis of I the know, characters here. Because I've been thinking about this a I lot. I realize you have. Do, Do I have, you have the chief? Um, I, I don't actually have the chief because he is a bit of a non-character. He doesn't really have much to do except to react. True. So in that way... Isn't there, is there a character like that in Shrek? The three bigs? <laughs> Is that him? Is he the collective spirit of the three pigs? I'm trying to think, is there a character that just, like... (laughs) Blind mice? Yeah, all of those, all of the, like, the help characters in Shrek 2 that were, like, like, barely characters in Shrek 1. Yeah. But they do become helpful at the end. The chief, like, never truly becomes helpful. He's just kind of, like, bumbling about. Who's bumbling about? Fucking, um... The, the the queen Fiona's mom, fair yeah. I was about to say really Judy Dench, but I meant of... Julie Andrews. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. That's not yeah. too bad. Cortez is Farquad. Well, yeah, Cortez is Farquad. They have the same haircut. Exactly. That was my <laughs> entire point as well. Because I was like, it literally says here they have They're the same classic haircut evil. in all caps. Yeah, classic evil, and they have yeah, they have that classic haircut that literally like most most like a lot of girls have nowadays yeah and they both (laughs) want to conquer including you (laughs) i am part of the problem i am representing farquad through my you're a farquad clan member yes i'm a farquad clan member i think that might be all the characters that i can be ours to find this is fair because again now if we talk about the story that's where yeah. some of the character things become more clear. Elton John was the singing narrator? What? I just, I, Elton John did the singing. Did you not? Oh, it's in my studio lore part, Mari. <laughs> We're going to get there. I, I was looking at the characters and it said Elton John. And I was like, he's everywhere. There's my a guy. reason. He's the reason. There's a reason why he's in this film and we're going to get to it. But oh, first, I'm very excited. story. Um, what are my story notes? Um, trekking to a mystical place, kind of like yeah, I just El Dorado and Castle. <laughs> I yeah, just said big journey. old journey. Yeah, and Get then to the also journey. like Trek not being super keen on this, but Donkey being keen. So yes, Mikael really wants donkey. to go. He has I the map and everything. Donkey was not keen after after Farquaad. Was he not? okay? But first he was. Yeah. Well, it, he was keen of, to have a pal. Okay. Yeah, fair, fair. He's there for the friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, a trekking to mystical place with an illustrious reward at the end of it. Gold slash girl. Same diff. Uh-huh. And friendship prevails. And they kind of save a girl from the castle here too in the El Dorado. Because they, they like... Do. They don't really save Shell, but they kind of like give her an out. Yeah, to exactly. To kind of leave El Dorado. And so that, and arguably Fiona was also not saved. Well, she was saved yeah. halfway through, but like she wasn't at the end. She wasn't saved as much, just like 
taken but to also, her new life. Also, Spain it becomes really clear that Fiona could have left if she wanted to. She had all the skills. Yeah, mm. like the the character the female characters have similar arcs to some extent, except for that she was not like she never had like the 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 the, the, the transformation that Fiona had. Yeah, literally and yeah, figuratively. Yeah, yeah. Cashel was already like a person. She doesn't change at all. No, she really doesn't change at all. Actually, she doesn't need to accept anything. She's already had her journey, so she's, she's just it. here for the taxi. She, her journey's the literal journey of leaving El Dorado. Yeah, um, both kind of meddle in prophecy stuff. Yes, because Miguel and Tulio are painted as this kind of like um, both ancient prophecies. Mayan gods. Yeah, and then Shrek has the entire save Fiona from a castle prophecy. Yeah, exactly. And the and and, and twisting the ends being like, well, I, I liked my point as I started speaking. I just lost my point. Yeah, <laughs> can I just reading my notes? I've turned just because because making notes while you're watching a movie is very time consuming if you also want to watch the film at the same time. So I coined a term to discuss both Shrek and Donkey. So uh-huh. I, what I, my notes, what it says is shrunky. Everything is a la <laughs> shrunky. <laughs> so Fair sh- enough. Shrunky this, shrunky that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this, the teamwork is a big fucking part of the entire story in both things as well. They have to like... Yeah. Like friendship, kind of. That like, well, does Donkey do anything? <laughs> Does Donkey contribute anything but company? <laughs> now that I'm I thinking feel like, about it. I feel like that's a that that was my thought when watching the second Shrek. Shrek mm-hmm. 2. The second Shrek, known as Shrek 2. Um, is that Donkey doesn't actually do much in Shrek 2. Yeah. He, he doesn't is there for like he literally doesn't do anything. And I feel like there was a lot more companionship in that sense. He's there in Shrek 1 to, like, emotionally support Shrek and talk him through his crisis. Yeah. And he provides there. the inner monologue to Shrek. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, like almost like a therapeutic little buddy. And the second yeah. one, he's just kind of there. Which is fine, because we love Donkey. He is arguably the best character in, in Shrek. Well, at least oh, in my, we, in my we, opinion. Yeah, Shrek is, Shre- Shrek is love and love is Donkey. So... <laughs> Um, I would argue that um, it's okay that that donkey doesn't always do it. But the the point is, El Dorado does have a lot more mm-hmm. like teamwork that actually like ends up being somewhere. But I think yeah. it's also because Tulio and Miguel know each other a lot longer than Shrek and Donkey know each other. They have a rep- like repertoire. Yeah, they have a rep- rapport. 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 What's the what's the rapport. yeah rapport? And Shrek and Donkey don't really get that chance. The rapport is. Is light annoyance. Yeah. They're still like in the budding friendships. Like that's where it starts. And considering there are no other movies after Shrek 2. um, We'll never know. We'll never know. (laughs) Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, Also like more character beats that kind of the two films share is um, they both like one of the like they use smarts rather than like muscle to beat the enemy so like in if you think about the castle in shrek and they kind of run around and shrek like kind of pins the chains yeah. with the sword mm-hmm. which ends up being like a smart thing to do 
and in at the like climax of El Dorado, they um uh, they pull the pull down the pillar. Oh, to kind of like block the entrance. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like one smart move that ends up saving the entire thing. Yeah. Which is we love we love we love thinkers. We love, we love smart big boys. Brain boys. Yeah. And then also what it says here on my notes, um, donkey flies on dragon to save the day when Fiona and Farquaad are getting married and Tulio flies, no, Mikael flies on Altivo uh-huh. to save the day at the end of El Dorado when they're like, the pillar is falling down. Yeah. And they, like, okay, Altivo, like, cause Altivo could be. Does that make Altivo the, the dragon? dragon too? <laughs> partially. Like you could like a kind of like I don't like the implications, but okay. But I never like oh, the implications of dragon as an Mikhail entire character. Anyway, is not gonna fuck the horse in this one. <laughs> well, I'm glad you clarified that. But it kind of works because they both have the like we don't speak oh, thing going shit. on. I thought of something. Yeah. Okay. So there's there there Shrek has both Shrek movies yeah. have a bad bit. Does El Dorado have a bad bit? Like, a bit that's just not funny. Like, it's it's not, you know. With Shrek well, 1, like, let's explain take... to the viewers that yeah. in Shrek 1, there's a joke made out of essentially sexual assault yeah. in the first half hour? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. so we came to the conclusion, like, no movie is perfect. There can even, be a even bad the bit. Perfect, yeah. Even, even the, the perfect, perfect movie may not Shrek. have the perfect bit. And I can't even remember yeah. what the Shrek 2 bit was that I didn't but there like. There was something. Yeah. There was something. But, yeah, they do. But it's more, it's not just the bit. It's the kind of, um, this film, it tells the story of, like, this, like, amalgamation of different ancient, like, Southern American cultures without really, like, actually True. pinpointing also, any I specifics. Also, I answered my own question in the very first five minutes of this recording, which is the bit where, um, okay, I've forgotten his name again. Tezel Khan gets dragged off by Cortez. That was a bad bit. The cultural implications of the film are not great. The cultural implications are bad. Like an American studio making a story about like native cultures, which they have absolutely zero idea about. (sighs) Um, But yeah, that's the kind of the bad uh, like aftertaste you get after the film. But it's Uh like otherwise good yeah but the stories kind of do go the same like of course like yeah there's similarities there's definitely mm-hmm. like similarities and like beat by beat like yeah consistencies um do we want to talk setting next yeah um okay well one of my biggest points about the setting of the film is that they both have a culture that's ripped off something else and it's only based on the like very like um, superficial elements and they only circle signifiers without like going any deeper into the culture that they're portraying are you and saying in this, fairy it's tales culture. or culture <laughs> no i'm specifically in shrek 2 specifically in shrek 2 oh fair enough. like la hollywood stuff shrek 2 is very um setting heavy yeah but it goes to the entire fairy tale too, and El Dorado yeah. is a fairy tale. Like it's yeah. it's not like a real like thing that's based on reality. But they both kind of have the like um, surface level, yeah, like understanding. Except of for the them topics. suddenly bringing Cortez, who we've now found out as a real human being, like fake Hollywood, yeah. fake fairy tales, 
yeah. against like fake Southern American ancient like original cultures. That might just be DreamWorks's um, thing. Mo. That's that's what they no, want just, to achieve in every MO. film. Like, yeah. let's think about. I mean, I know we're not talking about Prince of Egypt, but there's a lot to be said about Prince of Egypt. Oh, there's a lot to be said about Madagascar. So many. <laughs> I was thinking, like, movies. Uh, oh, fucking Kung Fu Panda. That's an Kung interesting setting. <laughs> Honestly, How to Train Your Dragon 2. That, that's true. And um, what was the one I was thinking? Um, God, I just I'm had an example. DreamWorks. Dreamworks. I don't know. Oh, oh no, wait, that's Disney. <laughs> Nothing. Wow, they really went downhill, didn't they? Over the hedge. I'm just looking oh. at movies. <laughs> they started off... Oh, they started in 1998. Boss Baby was DreamWorks. Did you know that? I oh, didn't. God. <laughs> Shark Tale. Now, there's a fucking good setting right there. I know yeah. we're not talking about this, but I just want to compare, like, take a moment to compare DreamWorks settings. Mm. They're all very... Um, They're very culture-heavy without actually involving the cultures too much. That's what it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Oh, Spirit was DreamWorks? I didn't know that. What? Spirit. Like the horse? Hunky oh, yeah. Horse. <laughs> hunky horse. Hunky horse. Rena once referred to spirit as a hunky horse. Now we can't let go of it. And I will not. Um, I'm, be will, I refuse to be embarrassed about it. Because spirit is a hunky horse. If you've he, ever seen a hunky look, horse. I never disagreed with you. I just think the term hunky horse is fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, it fits spirit to a T. This is true. But you know what saying, else is a hunky horse? Yeah. Shrek 2. <laughs> Yeah. Donkey is arguably a hunky horse in Shrek 2. That's my There's hot take today. <laughs> also, it is, but it's not hunky to my taste. No, I know, because it doesn't have the personality to back it up. And Spirit has, like, a hunky personality. Yeah, yeah. I hate talking about this so much. Let's move on. <laughs> you brought this up. You can't blame... I, I was so willing to, like, leave Spirit untouched. <laughs> Here we are. And He's I a beautiful horse. Keep, Keep going. Um, um, I just didn't know it was DreamWorks because I'm an idiot who knows nothing about movies, even though yeah. I have a degree in it. I have a degree in movies. You have you have a degree in a, in a movie. In a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, was so setting at... that easily discussed? Huh? Yeah. Because it's more it's, to it. Yeah, and they're they're very similar, just different setting parts. Setting and story have have yeah. yeah, and setting and stories have a lot of similar implications. Mm. Um, I want to get into soundtrack because now uh-huh. I'm really in fucking intrigued because I mean I have talked about this for the past few months but I am having a mild Elton John obsession because mm-hmm. of my mother oh yeah <laughs> mother saw saw rocket man and then just delved back into Elton John and dragged me down yeah. with it when I was home for Christmas and now I just think he's a swell guy I mean I... not swell that's a bad word but like he's he's I really like I'm just I'm just, you know, me and jo- Elton are having a moment together yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And now knowing, it, like, I'm embarrassed I didn't know, but like now knowing he was the one that did the music, I'm just like, fucking yeah. a dude. The song, songs are bops. They are it's bops. A, it, they it's are a bops. bop after bop. They are bops. Um, I will say I like, mm-hmm. I like the songs from Shrek more. <laughs> Fair, because that's because they're like pop songs that you yeah. can kind of get into and the elder rider songs are original songs that were written specifically for the film um but also what what my um very um um well 
curated notes here say the songs nicely narrate what's going on screen and they're non-diegetic so they're never like part of the actual story are you writing Mm -hmm. an essay for for your for your intro to film class (laughs) i want to prove that i have a smart (laughs) one smart i I have a smart in me i have a single smart in me yeah um yeah dude i fucking agree (laughs) (laughs) gee thanks mister nothing else to say i didn't do my homework (laughs) i feel like this is like a film seminar where you did the reading and i like kind of watched the movie (laughs) omari do i ever do i feel that right now you fucking bet your ass (laughs) like we're in uni again and i showed up with the work this is yeah you showed up you watched the movie and did the work i kind of watched the movie and now i'm riffing which is how i did my entire degree to be fair (laughs) Yeah, this is us doing a group presentation and you just thought your charms and your good, like, relationship with a tutor was going to get you far. I think it's going to get you through it. (laughs) (laughs) If it wasn't for you, I mean, if it was just me, I probably would fail. But considering I have you to, like, react to, Mm -hmm. I think we'd make a really good presentation. (laughs) Uh, You said you were Shrek and I'm going to revise my theory and say I'm the donkey because I'm doing all the heavy lifting (laughs) in here. (laughs) <laughs> i'm carrying this entire project on my little no shoulders yeah exactly and i'm and i'm kind of just like going along Winging with it whatever's in. being thrown my way and it's yeah. kind of okay so yeah okay i'm no so longer I'm captain Shrek hook i'm donkey Shrek. yeah <laughs> um but yeah my favorite song is either the one where they are like on the journey no maru i just enjoyed the film <laughs> and i have these opinions <laughs> The Trail We Blaze is a tune, and the I like a little blaze. montage I like moment. Yeah. I like I like It's Tough to Be a God. Oh, it is, that was my second choice. And uh-huh. that's the only song that the actors sing. This is true. Otherwise, is it's Elton John. Yeah. It's, um... It's tough to be a god. Apparently... Wait, is this... Hold on. I didn't do my research, and I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. It's saying, like, duet with Randy Newman for It's Tough to Be a God. Does that mean that, like, oh my what? god... Hold what? on. The fucking track list has a song that features the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> what? I'm looking like at the actual, like, the, the, the CD, oh, so to say. Wait, but also, a thing, the, they apparently made, like, songs that were not featured in the film, but Elton John made around the film, like, around El Dorado, which is That's like a promote for a whole me. new CD. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm a really bad Elton John um, stan at this point. Because, like, I mean, again, to be fair, <laughs> I didn't do my homework. Yeah. But the film but, doesn't really have a I need a hero moment. Uh, as far as songs no. go. But it makes up for it with It's Tough to Be a God. Yeah. But, like, at the end where um, Miguel writes Altivo and like jumps on the boat in the big climax i think the music there like the really like sappy friendship music while i do appreciate the sentiment that's not a song you want to like put the entire climax of the film kind of i get what that was a weird decision yeah no i get what you mean that was the our um... boy elton did goofed no but (laughs) 
I can sense the anger. Brewing. No, but um, I, I'm, it was just a misplacement of the song. Maybe it was maybe more of a credit song, like a like a like a later credit song, and not like mm-hmm. an ending song. Yeah, there's it's a lot to right, be discussed. Right I need to song. like sit down and listen to the entire album now because I'm realizing that this may actually. Um, be more in my interest than I previously thought. <laughs> I've been listening to it at work. It's really oh good, goodness. like background music. <laughs> um, I've I I don't even know what I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, moral. Oh, we're doing that. I thought I thought we were going to go into Studio Lore just because it's, no it's, Studio it's, Lore is the last because it's choosy. Oh my god! We want to okay. end on a high note. Moral. The moral is th- th- friendship. Be th- it is, and it should be that. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The boys never have the same transformative change in them that Shrek has. That's They don't evolve as characters at all. They do not. They are still into the money. They are still into the gold. And they are still friends yeah. at the beginning and at the end. Yeah. And Shrek, like, fucking, like... Admits he changed. hates people. Literally. He changed... Yeah. Yeah. So beautifully from a lonely ogre to like a, a, an ogre with friends and a wife. Yeah. And yeah, sure, like mm-hmm. Shell joined them, but there was no like transformation. It was just. It's, yeah. The moral of El Dorado is kind of like, um, sometimes friendship is better than co- gold, but sometimes it's also. <laughs> but that's the love not. debate. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because they don't end up with any gold, and then they like decide to go on adventure together as a like together as a happy threesome. Um, Maybe the moral, the moral, the moral. Sorry, mm-hmm. the treasure is the friends they made along the way. But they had each other already, so it's, <laughs> it's a moot point. It is, it's my. That's uh, true. It's not. I just so love the moral, that. Yeah, it's a Phrase. bit lost here. The moral yeah. is not there, and Shrek's moral is easily you need you need you need a friend in you. Yeah, you need company. You need company, misery to bring the best company. out of you. Uh huh. Exactly. No, well, I oh, mean, I love Shrek. Shrek's genuine genuine moral is like also like emotional vulnerability and honesty, and through that, creating stronger bonds with the people around you. Yeah, God, Shrek and is not so judging like the, yeah, not judging a book book by its cover. But even that, that I don't well. think that's like as important as in, it. What the fuck? As important as as important as is important. Um, as is important. I would also argue that as a youngster, mm-hmm. I thought the moral of Shrek was beauty is in the eye of the beholder or whatever. Yeah, and now as an adult, I think it's about emotional vulnerability. Like, there yeah. is a shift in, like, my own, like, perception of Shrek. Yeah. With Eldorado, also, it's still just about friendship and gold. Yeah. Because, like, in Shrek, I don't think Fiona is ever... Fiona doesn't ever, like, hate being ogre. She hates being ogre because it won't let her be a princess. Yeah, she like, hates being an ogre because of how she's perceived, not because she's an ogre. Yeah. She doesn't really, like, she doesn't find her form disgusting by herself. She finds it disgusting because of the things that she will lack in a society because of how she looks. Yeah, there is so much to unpack there. Yeah. Just also about, like, womanhood. And anyway, 
that's <laughs> that's why this podcast podcast exists because we can, so, so we can really like, truly we are like on the rank tip films of the iceberg yeah we yeah. are we we have movies that'll delve deeper and deeper into this shit um, oh god now if can you we think move... the movies i have in mind you would not be saying that but yeah anyway oh, no my dude <laughs> considering i'm allowed to pick the next movie yeah. we're not gonna get to this kind of talk in the next one because it's yeah. not gonna well actually let's see anyway studio, studio lore. lore this is what i'm excited for okay so um <laughs> shrek obviously um is not even a thinly veiled criticism towards disney the first Mr. One, Jeffrey Katzenberg feels very, very, very hurt from being kicked out after Lion King uh-huh. from Disney by Eisner. And this is his like revenge body, a la Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek is Katzenberg's Khloe Kardashian's Reve- revenge body. <laughs> exactly. So the ties to Disney are like very heavy and it's like a fun tidbit that i found out that they actually screened shrek to disney lawyers before the release so they could avoid any possible lawsuits wait i'm starting to get something did they steal elton from disney they did oh i fucking um, love it also this is the pettiest move ever because jeffrey katzenberg was a big part of making lion king yeah like it was one of like he was he was part of like in the actual like idea face and everything and in lion king they hire elton john and two other musicians that i do not remember at this point but when they are making a road to el dorado jeffrey just brings all the same people literally elton john and the other musicians that i some reason do not remember the name of to do the soundtrack. And he even mentions it. There's like this um, documentary. Wait, hold on. Is it Tim Rice and Hans Yeah, Zimmer? Tim Rice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm literally, um, I'm on the page for Eldorado music at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, they are not shy about this either. They like mentioned no. it in the like after, like the kind of bonus feature documentary that they had with the DVD. I'm not aware that like that. The, the two people, that, like no, the three people who made Lion King magical come back for this whatever the yeah. fuck because <laughs> they like katzenberg better than Eisner. yeah but so what makes el dorado more shrek like more shrek-esque in the lore part as well is that also like el dorado was made in 2000 uh-huh you know what else was made in the year 2000 i'm trying to emperor's guess. new groove <laughs> Which is I thought Emperor's New Groove was like 2004. No, it's 2000, and it's literally both films have very much the same subject matter, which is bogus, ancient, like original cultures South Amer- of Southern yeah. America. South- yeah. Southern American culture, apparently, but that's yeah, not really. Know, neither here nor there. Yeah, exactly, and it it like it smells. Yeah, <laughs> it smells. It reeks. I'm. I have a theory, which I haven't been able to confirm because the research I did was still pretty gradual. Is that like, I think Jeffrey Katzenberg was kicked off Disney in '94. Mm-hmm. Um, really? That so early? I'm pretty sure. Can you check it for me? Can, uh, yeah. Well, because Lion King came can... out in '95. 
right? Oh, okay. Then it's like, no, I think 94. Because Aladdin was 94. I'm not entirely sure, by the way. I'm I'm going off of my own. Jeffrey, his name was. Why is Jeffrey this Katzenberg. Up? If I look up uh, Katzenberg, they just look up places in Germany called Katzenberg. That's, <laughs> so that's not helping. Yeah. Hold on. Um, Jeffrey Katzenberg. He, oh, I, so everything I said was wrong. 92 mm-hmm. was Aladdin. 94 was Lion King. And then he departed. Mm. So you're, yeah. you're right. And departed is a nice word of... Jeffrey Katzenberg yeah. and um, Andrew Lloyd Webber are the same age. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. We will do something with that information, I'm sure. <laughs> well, now I just add a new movie to my list. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um... What was my point? No, but I... Yeah. So, yeah, so if Jeffrey Katzenberg was kicked out in 94 and apparently they took fucking forever to make um, Emperor's New Groove, maybe they already had yeah. the idea for Emperor's New Groove back in 94, but it was still like in the very early phase. So when Katzenberg did DreamWorks SKG with Spielberg and the... J- 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 can't remember the G part. Um, maybe he already knew Disney was going to make it. And then they just kind of like pulled the same as they did with Ants and Bucks Life. Which is oh, just yeah. like the entire same story. Kind of as a big old fuck you to uh-huh. old Eisner. Yeah. So that's definitely I'm literally points just in the lore part. Wikipedia part. Yeah. <laughs> and also both... Um, you Shrek. did a fucking voice on Madagascar. Of course it did. <laughs> of course it did. I love Madagascar so much, dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> I this is with complete sincerity. <laughs> complete sincerity, I love Madagascar. Yeah. The 2005 but, DreamWorks miracle. Yeah. Shrek and uh, The Road to El Dorado both took forever to make. Yeah. So that's also points in the studio lore because they keep changing the story like constantly. Yeah. Um, and also what I pointed out as studio lore is dedication, which I mean that in Shrek, some of the animators apparently, allegedly, took mud baths to see how mud works. Oh my God. So like fully animated. And in El Dorado, to kind of in a similar vein, is that the animators went to the ancient temples in Yukon to Are you saying get they ideas tried of something? <laughs> they, they tried they to immerse themselves? I know, yeah, they did. They <laughs> went on a full-on, like, little holiday to paint temples, mm-hmm. which is, like, de- de- dedication, at least partially. There was an attempt made. I have like the thing like Farquaad is a take apparently, again, is apparently a take on Michael Eisner. But I don't know how I'm going to follow that part because I'm like, is there something in El Dorado that's a take on someone else? I don't think it is. Cortez Cortez is Cortez. Cortez. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure there is really a hot take to Mm -hmm. for, for El Dorado's characters, except for the fact that everything... Like it's like there's a lot to be said about yeah the portrayal of South America yeah but that's not even like that's not an obvious parody that's just them being <laughs> bad yeah yeah that's just them like taking advantage of exoticism yeah exactly 
Um, you know, I didn't know until literally, uh, again, I am looking on Katzenberg's mm-hmm. Wikipedia page. Yeah. The same year as Eldorado, Joseph King of Dreams came out, and I didn't even know they made a Joseph movie. What? You like, haven't I seen that? that. I, oh, yeah, I didn't that know that. That is a again, rough watch. I mean, that is a terrible watch. Like, I mean, it's good, but like, I'm still scarred by it when I saw it as a kid. Oh, God. I didn't know that they they went on with their biblical uh Because the brothers thing. throw him into a pit at one point. I mean, That's yeah, still Joseph haunting. is a fucking dark as fuck yeah. story. I mean, as many biblical stories are, they're not always, you know, great for children's movies. Yeah. But I'm having a look at that now. Is it the actual, like, is it the musical? Is it the actual musical or is it different? Ben Affleck is Joseph. <laughs> Mark Hamill is Judah. Oh my God. What? You're Why spiraling out of control. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I just, um, considering I'm doing research on the spot. <laughs> Very, very chaotic uh, Moon and Taurus energy. Yeah, that's, and that's all I'm saying. Um, um, oh, I have one more studio lore. Because, okay. like, Shrek, obviously, you can sense the inspiration being Disney and fairy tales pretty yeah. easily. But apparently, I've never seen these films, but there is, like, from the olden days, I don't know, 40s, 50s? <laughs> <laughs> the there was this. <laughs> Any any year before 1990. <laughs> exactly. There was this series of The Road to X movies. Oh, yeah. Which were essentially like The Road to Singapore, I think, is one of them. And there's like The Road to... I don't know what, but they're like very like heavily... Um, they're like essentially The Road to El Dorado, but like live action and black and white. Yeah. But they, cool. they like fall so they like Road to El Dorado was inspired by previous You know what I didn't IPs? Look up, and I wish I did before this. Which actually brings us back to story. Mm-hmm. But like El Dorado as like a myth. Yeah. I wanna know where that like started. Oh, I went to this muse like in I went to um this museum in Helsinki where uh-huh. they have uh like lost cultures exhibition. And they, funnily enough, talk about, like, Shibalba and they talk about the twin gods, which are, like, heavily oh, yeah. present in El Dorado. But they also talk about the, like, yeah, the myth of El Dorado. And they think that one of the reasons that might be is because I can't remember the exact culture that did this, much like the team that made El Dorado. I did not <laughs> care to remember the actual name of Here's the, the thing. You're not trying to make culture. a movie. <laughs> Um, but they did this thing where, like, if they were crowning a new king, they covered him in gold dust. I'm literally reading this right now on yeah. Wikipedia as you're telling me this. Yeah. And then submerge- See, I'm cultured. Yeah, and then you submerge them in Lake Guata Vita. Yeah. So and that's legends- maybe part of why they think yeah. about, like, oh, everything they do is something, something to do yeah, with Yeah, no, gold. so that was the thing, because um, as, I, as, I, as I speed read through this... They started off, so it started off as the man being submerged in gold, and then the legends kept going over the top. At first it was a man, then it became a city, then a kingdom, and finally an empire. But it was essentially like, you know, yeah, you're right. If you became the chief of the Muesca people, you, um, which was an indigenous group of people from Colombia, they would submerge... They would cover someone with gold and then throw them in, not throw them in the lake. <laughs> the person would go into the lake. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. They would not throw, eat someone into a lake, um, and then they become eat. Yeah. Well, look at that. You learn something new every Can day. Can we somehow draw that to Shrek? Um, grim fairy tales are based on something, something, <laughs> and something, another, and that's the moral of the. Uh, <laughs> I tried. In Shrek. I mean, I wonder what an ogre comes from, like where ogre started. I'm gonna look up the the history of ogres. Well, ogre. Do, did you know that is Shrek <laughs> is based on a book? Yeah, I knew that. Okay. Of course, I knew that. I wasn't know if you were a true Shrek head. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> I am Queen Shrek head. Thank you very much. A legendary monster that especially eats infants. Where did it start from, though? Probably from German, because they love stories they where love kids get eaten. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think that is also just like a medieval European thing because I think in Iceland they ate a lot of kids as well. I feel <laughs> I mean, like entire Europe was medieval German back in the day. Hey, this is cool. The original Puss in Boots story had an ogre. Hmm. <laughs> don't you there. look at that? But there's a lot of ogres and a lot of things like in Beowulf, which I remember having to start. Uh, I had to read part of that in high in uh, uni at some point, but. Ah, fuck if I remember what that story was. Yeah. I just know there was a guy it wasn't, <laughs> It wasn't Canterbury Tales, that's for sure. <laughs> it was definitely different from Canterbury Tales and definitely different from Paradise Lost. Yeah. Oh, God. I want to know what what they were based off of, though. Are every, ogres every the same like... as orcs? No. So. Okay. That's at least it's not telling me that. See, I just want to know, considering like every monster is usually based off, like especially in medieval times, off of like something heretics or something that or like non Christians. <sighs> yeah, I mean something. It's based off of anxiety usually, but I don't want mm-hmm. to know what the anxiety at the time was. Again, this um, is something that I should have done before. Don't care about your hygiene and you spread the plague. Um, that's like. That's a pretty smart take, <laughs> if I might say myself. So ogres are based off of gross men. Because, like, Shrek doesn't bathe. Shrek stinks. He does... Okay, here... Okay. I feel like that is never confirmed. He takes mud baths. And it, here's... Listen. Listen. Chinchillas take sand baths, and they're not seen as dirty, because that's their way of dealing with their hygiene. Maybe an ogre has to take mud baths. And it's not like automatically unhygienic. Well, anyway, for the next episode, I'm gonna look up what like the um, what started the ogre. You're gonna have a little revision corner. Starts the ogre. Sorry. You're gonna have a little revision corner. I'm gonna have a little revi- revision corner. Should we um, now um, actually like give points? No, we need to. We need to actually have a stat. On where the El Dorado lands on the spectrum of all Shrek films. Okay. So if we go like category by category. Okay. Story. Um, out of or 100. characters. Out of 100. And then okay. like percentage. Okay. Wait, I'm going to get like, I, I want to do math. Are you going to calculate it? Yeah, you're going to calculate I, it. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do very, very, very gay maths, which is to <laughs> say bad maths. <laughs> Um, okay, I say that, stories like that makes 16... it sound like we mean gay in a derogatory way. We mean gays in like the gays can't do maths, and we're part gays of that. can't do maths. We're part of that problem. Yeah. Um, story. I'm self-aware. 
So my story, I'm giving it. Mask. I'm giving this story a seventy-two. Oh, I was thinking like sixty-four. Okay, that was my first thing, but then I changed it because of the journey aspect. Anyway, what's the what's the happy midpoint with those? What's the in between? Well, yeah, sixty-four to seventy-two is eight <laughs> difference. Sixty-eight <laughs> is the middle point. Sixty-eight. Okay, cool. I did I that have very that fast. You, you, characters. I'm proud of you. I've lost my Thank pen. You. Okay, I characters. Pen. Only do even numbers so it's easier to calculate. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we don't want to make this hard on ourselves. Characters. Um, I'm gonna numbers. say fifty-eight. Okay. Um, yeah, because I think characters because they don't really um, none of them yeah. fully. Like all, most of the characters are represented, but they don't fully become realized. Become realized, and especially the donkey Shrek dynamic is lacking, which yeah. is what makes the Shrek characters yeah. Shrek characters. So yeah, what what did you say? Fifty eight. Fifty eight. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll. You'll second yeah. that. Yeah, okay. I'll second that. Setting um, setting, mythical, butcher seventy representation of a culture. 72. 76 or 74? 74. Again, I wanted to say fucking fast maths on my part. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a higher number. I'm going to go for like. Because I know. Because <laughs> it has Elton fucking John in it. So of course. <laughs> You're saying that like it's like unsuspected <laughs> like of like you. completely to give your boy Elton points. I love my boy Elton. Oscar winner Elton. Anyway. So, what are your points? Um, 80. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I'm gonna... I'm, I was thinking, like... They're good songs! 50. Jesus, are you I'm serious? Not this, yeah, but Shrek is so much more, because it's pop songs. It's recognizable pop songs. And as much as <sighs> Tough to Be a God is a fucking bob, it's a musical number that was written for the film. Okay, it's okay. We, we've already discussed this. I'm sticking with my yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> So that's like 65? Yeah, it's 65. Jesus, that went down fast. Okay, it's fine. Like, I'm not bitter about that. Um, moral. It's fine. Anyway. Moral, like 40. Yeah, because it, it doesn't... Like, the friendship element gives it's like some saving grace. But it's barely. I say even 35. Okay, well, in that case, no, the don't lack give of me an uneven number. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like, okay, like, yeah. let's say 38. Okay, so 39 is the middle No, point. okay, no, no. I need to go lower because I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm playing this. If you say 30 and I say 40, then it's 35. 35. Uh, 35. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, we can't start playing each other with this. No, we can't. But also because I'm thinking like even 30s, like for me, because it, it, it literally lacks moral. The more I think about it. Yeah. Because they don't grow. They don't gain anything. They You're don't right. learn anything. They don't. They really don't learn anything. It, it's just a fun romp and then they go on another adventure at the end of it. This is true. Um, studio lore? Again, Pretty I'm go high. high. Yeah. I'm going to go like... Oh, wait, um, give me like a second because like, it has a lot. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 82. I was going to say 80. So 81. 81. Nice. And then, yeah. oh God, what do I do? How? What? how Don't worry, I'll, I got this. I got this. Oh how my many God, you segments do? do we have? I do have this. We have six segments. You want to know, yeah. the, you wanna know the, um, the, the average? Yeah. 
63.5. Okay. That's that's the official that score. <laughs> that's the official 63. score. 63.5. The official score for this movie is a 63.5, which, Mari, to be honest, lower than I expected, but it's Can okay. I congratulate you on your math? Thank you. I'm just <laughs> I'm blown proud away. Of myself. You're very I'm good. I'm very proud of myself. That You're was a great. smart be, cookie. You know what I did? Cookie. I typed out everything and it had plus and like I had it typed in on Google. So all I had to do was enter and then divide that by six. Oh, look at you go. Did I make look up for the go. fact that did I make up for the fact that I didn't know homework? <laughs> um This was a lucky shot. No, you did not. You will have to do better on oh, your okay, film. But this yeah, is, the official oh. score is sixty three point five for yes. Road to El Dorado. That we did, we got it. So that's official now. You don't, you don't have to go to Rotten Tomatoes. You don't have to go to IMDb. You don't have to go to someone else's letterbox. You can just <laughs> check this number wherever we put it. You don't have to look at your your film friend's letterbox anymore yeah. for opinions. And this is again, can I cannot stress this enough? Objective. This is not a subjective decision. No, this is based on science that like. Straight it's almost close facts. to like the powers that be in the universe literally like you can't get a more objective review of a film than this <laughs> do you want to know the film for next week oh god do i i'm i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> slightly scared because i'm think you're gonna make me watch something that i do not want to watch I think that's, that's the something... energy i'm getting out of you so here's the thing with this movie i was discussing okay. this with our friend i don't think I have never heard you talk about this movie. And if okay. you haven't seen it, and this is your first time watching it, you're in for a ride. Okay. That's what I'm basing this off of. For okay. me, it's a film from my childhood. The film How, you're going to be um, watching... Yeah, okay. Give it to me. The film you're going to be watching is Spy Kids. I have <laughs> never seen Spy Kids. I am so excited to discuss your first ever watch of Spy Kids then. I'm, I'm excited, actually, because I always thrilled. feel like I've had a glaring hole in my pop culture. You um, have. You, you, I, there's a big chance you will really enjoy this. Okay. There's also, <laughs> so okay. it came out the same year as Shrek. And oh, okay. It's like, it's, so it came out in 2001 and it's not like, it's it's not Disney nor DreamWorks. It's like separate from all that. Okay, it's a. I thought it was Disney. Why did I think it was Disney? Well, so did I, and then I realized it just has early Disney energy, but it's what, not. What not like early studio Blue. is it? Dimension Films. Okay. Yeah. No. No. And clue. it was made, but it, like it has some similarities because it has Antonio Banderas. <laughs> but also we can't be based in all our decisions on how many similarities we have because like we're no, going to be judging so every single but film thought, out there i think it's an interesting film because it's the same time and it's completely like separate from okay the studios in question <laughs> that's that's an interesting take okay so next week we will be watching spy kids literally yes and seeing how close it comes to the pinnacle of film shrek Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Okay. I've not seen this movie in how old am I now? In probably eighteen years. I've never seen it. I saw adverts back in the day, and I thought I was too cool for it. <laughs> and look at you now. Look how the turntables. Look how the turntables. Um. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Yes. Right. 
this is the yes. end. Yes. Um, we, we do have an Instagram page, which we is do. very adventurous <laughs> yeah. of us. Um, it's just called Swamp It Up altogether. Uh-huh. Which is the name. But I'm not even be... sure if we've mentioned that the name of this podcast is Swamp It Up. Yeah. Swamp It Up. Um, we'll be po- posting something in there. I don't know where we're going to be hosting this podcast, so that's still a... F- a mystery for all of us yeah but i mean engage, but if, but if i guess if you're listening your to this yeah well, i don't if you're know listening to this, that means these? you probably have some kind of platform yeah. so um until next fun. time yeah it was good amari um, thank you for indulging me yeah in our shrek <laughs> conversations um good day good day <laughs> <laughs>